And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is the human element. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website. Or you get a blank one on Amazon Prime. I actually want to clarify, we are actually out of stock on Amazon and we are way behind on website orders, so we are still working on getting more to Amazon and we appreciate your patience. So if you're looking for that, that's um, that's the situation there. Well, today we're talking about the human element and um, this is an interesting topic because there's frankly a lot to the topic um, and it relates a little bit to my last topic because for those of you who may have been wondering or did not uh, listen to the last podcast. I was out sick last week with the influenza, and it was pretty bad. But I have returned from the brink of death to be among the living, and I'm glad to be here. So today we're talking about the human element and what that means for a company. And one of my professors in college said that the people in your company are the only unique value proposition you bring to the market. And at the time... I thought that was absolutely insane. But I think he goes, he went along further um, to talk about how the, the reality of it is that any company can copy your product. They can copy the way you do marketing. They can copy the way you do your website design. I mean, everything you do about your company can be copied. And the only thing that you have that's truly rare is the human talent that you possess and for your company. And so you should do your best to, you know, build the best team, right? Build the best of your human element. And I will say that I think the human element is the most challenging part of this business by far, actually. Um, I, I, I have the pleasure of working with my wife and my best friend as people in the company, and we're working on bringing on some new team members. And um, there's a lot of advantages to that. I, I trust them implicitly, and I, I truly I uh, feel confident that they're going to do an incredible job and take what we are doing here very seriously, and that's a huge advantage. And I think for us being able to offer that human relationship to the customer, to the client, to be able to have it so that when you give us a call, you know, we pick up the phone, a human answers the phone, and it's almost always me that answers the phone. So having that relationship and that human element involved with the relationships to our customers, I think, is really important. And I talked a little while ago about the artificial intelligence programs and how advanced they're getting and how in many ways the the concept of the Turing test named after Alan Turing one of the first true kind of program computer programmers um, the idea behind it was that if you were in a room and you were looking at a mirror and somebody was on the other side of the two-way glass and you were talking back and forth with them and you weren't sure if you were talking to a person or a computer, then that computer would be considered artificially intelligent and would be sentient in the mind of Alan Turing, I believe. And I, I could have that wrong, but I think that's about right. Um, and, and we're getting very close to that from an artificial intelligence standpoint where someday in the near future you could pick up a phone and be talking to a computer, but because the computer's ability to analyze what you're saying, compute a response, and then render that response appropriately in a humanistic style, you may not be aware that you're talking to a computer. And I think we're not that far off. 
And that's kind of, in many ways, what a lot of people would say is the best form of, you know, customer service. But I, I don't think that's necessarily true. And I don't think that necessarily helps when you're looking from a competitive standpoint at how your human capital can be utilized. But I will say that it's challenging. And I think anybody who's ever interacted with a team or ever worked on a team can understand that that's the case. I think everybody in a company brings unique perspectives and they each have their own ideas about what their responsibilities and their role and their relationship to others is. And we as creatures are sinful, broken creatures. We know we, we, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Um, and I think that means that we are constantly not living up to our potential of how we could interact with each other. We're, we're constantly doing kind of the wrong thing when it comes to interaction. And I think that that, you know, is a challenge. It, it really is. And it's difficult when you're dealing with a, a team like ours, I think at times, because there are, are instances where the little frustrations of the day or the little moments of the day, because because there's so few of us, it, it, it like it's if someone feels is upset or if you know someone's out sick like I was last week, it really matters. It has a huge effect on the team, and it can cause a lot of you know difficulties for the good and the bad. And I think that's that's a challenge that every small company and every large company has to deal with in many ways, in their own proportion. And so, I mean, what does this mean for us? And I, I think it goes deeper to this because one of my favorite. Uh, podcasters that I really enjoy listening to. And so, some of you may know him. I'm not going to say his name, but some of you may know him when I tell you what his, his, his mantra is that if you can, if you can wake up every morning and say to yourself, how can I make my life better? And then the life of those around me better. And then if you just do that in some small way, whatever that is, and, and you can kind of determine what is better in your own mind. But if you think those, that thing, and you say, okay, and in your mind, will come up with an answer. Like if you ask that question honestly to yourself every morning when you wake up, an answer will come to light. And an answer for me, you know, is often something like, well, if you finish getting the expense reports done the way you said you were going to get them done, your life will get easier and everyone else's life will get easier. That'll be a good way to make it better is just doing that. And I don't like doing those things. Or, you know, it, it can be something as simple as you need to tell this person something that you've been holding off telling them because it would make it better if you did. So if you ask yourself that genuinely, how can I make the life, my, the life of my life and the life of those around me better? And then whatever the answer may be, and you just do it, I think you're going to start to see that your life will manifest improvement pretty significantly. Um, and I think that's, that's true not only of the physical and tangible natures of your life, but also with the relational natures of your life, right? Because when you're dealing with a group of people and you have that human capital that you're interacting with. And um, I mean, that's a very sterile way of describing people, of course. Obviously, the humans in our life are, are some of the most important things that we have. But, you know, if you if you look at saying, OK, what can I do today to improve my relationship with these people? And you do that every day. I, I think it'll be very interesting to see how much better that relationship can get. And if you have a really good relationship with people and you continue to work well with them and you continue to build on it and improve on it, I think you'll see an incredible improvement in the company overall because when it comes down to it, if that's the thing that's the rare element to your company, if that's the the one thing that the, your competitors can't steal, it behooves you to make it the best it possibly can be. And, and that really does change everything for the better if you can do it well. So structure your life in such a way that 
you constantly desire to improve it and then work to do that. And if you're a company or if you're a team or if you're working with other people and you're struggling with that and, and you have a difficulty, I think the first and foremost thing you should be asking is, what can I do to make it better? It's always easy to point the finger and say, well, they're not being very patient. They're not being very understanding. They're not being very kind. They're not being very, you know, responsible, whatever the thing may be. It's always easy to point fingers, right? But, you know, if, if you can stop doing that instead and say, how can I change things for the better in my own life? How can I make things better in this situation? And you do that, it's it really can be a very valuable thing because you won't be able to change other people. You cannot change other people's behavior. You can only change your own behavior and your own attitude. So keep that in mind because it's a struggle. It really is. And for all of those out there who are leading teams, when you mess up, and you will mess up because that's the reality of human nature, but when you mess up, if you can honestly, genuinely, and sincerely work to improve that and apologize and create real meaningful change in that relationship for the better, you can recover and, and see huge improvements in all of the productivity and um, I think the overall demeanor of, of the community. So keep that in mind. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us at the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. Or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. But I do appreciate your patience. If you think I deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. And word of mouth is still the best form of advertising. So please tell your friends. That being said, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community. I want to give you guys what you want. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.